0: man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail well, a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that ocean
1: Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse.
0: There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, and keep
1: going. All right. Let's get this thing started. 7.01 01 a.m. on a beautiful Sunday morning. A little bit cool outside, still dark outside. Little you know,
0: bit cool. Fall has just entered the, the picture. The picture. Yeah. It changes come on. your whole mentality. Does it not? Till
1: next week when it's 93, and then you're like, oh my gosh, is this going to ever end? Man, you are so negative. <laughs> Good morning. Fall it's the Outdoor the Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9, right here on 1049 The Horn, or 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. We are the number one outdoor show on radio and uh, proud to be doing that here. My name is TJ Grainy. That is Cody Ryan. Papa. Beefsteak is not in the house. He is in South Padre Island, somewhere down Spring Break. Spring break. Hey, hey Beefsteak. <laughs> Put your not, shirt back it's on. It's not spring break, dude. <laughs> now, he went down to the beach with his lovely bride, and so that's good, man. He's probably need, doing spring break stuff. No, oh, you got your toes in the sand and the water rolling in. <laughs> I got a what? umbrella in my drink <laughs> and a hamburger in one hand and a pizza in the other. <laughs> What uh he's, but he's not eating crustaceans because he's highly allergic to Oh
0: man, why would you even go and to the Crabbins?
1: I don't yeah, if you can't eat raw oysters and shrimp and I don't know.
0: I went with a buddy earlier this year to the coast. We went uh fishing, obviously. And uh every night we ate at a restaurant. We ate like three nights in a row, I I guess it was that that we were there. And every single night, different restaurants around town there. Yeah. Port Aransas area. And uh, every night, fried oysters. I'll take the fried oysters and. Don't even give me a menu. Yeah. Don't even give me a menu. Slap your mom. I thought that was funny. That was the buddy of mine that I was with. Yeah, that's good. He He said, well, I'm down at the coast. I'm eating fried oysters. And I'm eating fried oysters. I I don't get them at home. (laughs) What? Your wife doesn't (laughs) <laughs> so, uh,
1: and Salt Dog is the guy, the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, yeah, sparks up the old pot belly stove, poured some, he, the last couple of weeks he's been good on making a fresh pot of coffee, and uh, pretty proud yeah. of him. Yeah,
0: Fresh coffee. Yeah, that's a
1: that's nice. Uh, so, man, it's been a busy week. Yeah. Uh. I went dove hunting. You went and had a baby. Well, you didn't have a baby, but your wife did. And yeah, I'm. So, what do we want yes, to talk about? Want I to talk don't. about
0: dove hunting or the baby?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's get the baby out of the, hand, out of the <laughs> way. Uh, seven pounds. <laughs> no.
1: So we've been talking about it last 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 week. You were supposed to be a father already. A f- come in, and you were supposed to have the
0: dad thing under control. Right. Well, it was uh, not Postpone happening. slightly. Not happening. She was not w- ready to come out. And so uh, we got induced on Tuesday, ended up having uh, the baby on Wednesday. And um, yeah, so that's where we stand. I am. Man, I feel good, baby. I got three and a half hours of solid sleep last <laughs> night. That's the most I've gotten since Wednesday. Feeling good. So I uh, got up with the baby this morning and changed a diaper and gave her to mama and came to work. Slept mama on the rear end <laughs> and said,
1: I'll be back, honey. <laughs> gotta
0: Woo! go to work. You got my lunch, pail. Yeah. No, I, uh, no, it's it's an yeah. amazing experience. I am absolutely more exhausted than I've ever been in my life, and I've pushed myself In other adventures, whether it be hunting, climbing mountains at dawn 30 till dark every day, or or it'd be uh, waking up to fish a tournament and, you know, you're getting four hours of sleep a night and you're on the boat all day and working your tail off, but... Then you drive all night to the next tournament. Yeah, drive all night to the next tournament. Uh, It kind of feels like that on repeat, I guess. The... uh, Leaving one tournament, drive 10 hours, sleep for an hour and a half in your truck, and get up and fish another tournament. It kind of feels like that, but like without the fishing.
1: Well, you know, your little brother's 20. Yeah. And there are nights where we get three or four hours sleep for weeks at end. And so, yeah, it doesn't ever, happen. I just want you to know <laughs> that whole
0: thing. Yeah, I know. Welcome to the party yeah well and so the baby baby's healthy six pounds 15 ounces 19 and a half inches long <laughs> uh, she's that's the biggest uh, one you caught in a while <laughs> <laughs> that's not the first time i heard that uh oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of people dogging me on my on my fish catches there but uh no it was uh mama's healthy baby's baby's that's healthy good. and uh, that's what's important sailor is her name and uh so there we go we got a new addition sailor she'll be i'm sure coming up to the radio show i don't know what's it take a year or two no oh, yeah Pfft. maybe two she'll be a natural once she can
1: start talking she can fill in for both of us
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just need her to get a job and start covering her 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 share uh so no it's uh super cool it's amazing yeah, it's yeah. amazing. People try and tell you, you know, or it's, yeah, it's nobody can tell you anything. My buddy Seth had the best advice. Uh, he texted me, a buddy of mine, uh, texted me first text he sent. He said, "Hey, uh, good luck with everything. I hope everything goes well with the baby. Uh, I'm I know everybody's giving you advice, and I'll give you a bit, of you know." I I know everybody's giving you advice, but I'm going to give you my advice. And that was the end of the first text. And the next text that came through said, oh, never mind. You'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. And uh, that was it. Now, I called him and told him that was the best advice. I tried, you know, the baby starts crying for the first time, and you kind of go into this, oh, no, stage, right? And you got to figure something out and mama had some surgery so she's immobile she's <laughs> alert and helping but she's just not able to to move around a whole lot at this point and so i'm looking around like wait uh so who solves this situation <laughs> you know like somebody make that baby stop crying <laughs> and uh so you try about uh, you end up realizing it's me that has to figure that out uh, initially right there and so I'm trying 47 different things mom's yelling you know 10 things 10 different things at me do that and try it to wrap her up you know and wash your hands yeah and you realize Again. that really all you gotta do is just look at that baby and you can kind of assess what's going on and you know and hold her and love her and Man, the whole thing just, you know, solves itself somehow, amazingly.
1: Now, you're in a unique situation because you have uh, access to three grandmas. Right. Which is
0: a blessing yeah. at this particular time. I thought it was funny. So we're in the hospital, and, and two different, you know, I've got a couple different businesses that I operate and run. Uh, one of them's a property maintenance company right and so we have one lady that's uh comes in and does some stuff around the room kind of fixes some stuff around the room and and i was talking to her about her job and while she was fixing stuff in our hospital room i was talking to her about her job and you know if she likes it and you know if it's somewhere she sees herself long term and (laughs) anyway she leaves she leaves in my my mom you know one of the grandmas said, were you trying to hire that lady? I said, well, yeah, absolutely. I was trying to hire her. I was trying to figure out how to get good employees. You know, that's one way to do it. And uh, and then there were two different nurses throughout our stay at the hospital that um, I asked if they wanted a part-time job. You know, for the point of coming to the house and taking care of the baby and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nanny nanny position uh because yeah we do we have great support with three grandmas two that are right here in town and one that would fly down or drive down in the blink of a hat and has been staying with us right and uh well she's been staying
1: with us she stayed with us until the
0: baby came
1: yeah then you hadn't seen her since no. And I figured she'd moved out, you know, and uh, she just didn't tell us. For some reason, she was unhappy with the accommodations and she just left. But the, the funny part of the, the kind of some of the funny stuff was uh, is that um, the grandma from Arkansas right. is my ex-wife. Yes. And so she was my mother, your mom, right. and she was living over at our house for the first week <laughs> and uh last night so we're playing you know what bananagrams is salt dog so it's this word game that you play with these little squares that have letters on them and so we're playing bananagrams a whole group uh, of
0: y'all all the grandparents were all playing. the grandparents were over there yeah nicole's parents and so but
1: everybody's out <laughs> except my wife sandra and my ex-wife and then my wife goes out and so it's just me against my ex wife playing this game, <laughs> and Cody's over there going, "It's the X's versus in That's you will it. win."
0: Challenge of the X's, <laughs> yeah. battle of Bananagrams. Challenge <clears throat> of the X's. So I made it real awkward. It was awesome. So anyway, it's, it's,
1: a, it's funny though. You know, it's it's a huge blessing. She's a blessing. We get along great. You know, we
0: have a, zero. It's a huge blessing for us that there's no awkwardness or funniness now i try and make it awkward because you know because it's funny because it's funny for me but (laughs) that's how i cope that's my coping mechanism it's funny though it is pretty funny i mean but anyway
1: it's the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse great show coming up uh today we're going to talk we got a, a buddy of cody's who is just coming off the mountain And we're going to talk about his elk hunt. A lot of stuff going on in the bass fishing world. We're going to touch on that next. And News of the Weird and Armed Citizen Report and so much more. And you only get it one place, live in the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365, theoutdoorzone.com.
0: Hey, I'm Randall
1: Tharp and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish On. Walk along the river. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio. Mm, let's see here. Ram power days and Jeep adventure days. The fall is finally here and it's perfect weather to hit the lake. That's why you need. To, need to that's why you need something that will get you to the great outdoors and back again so drive something that is comfortable has lots of storage and will get the job done right in a vehicle from nile maxwell Supercenter in austin like the ram 2019 2019 ram 1500 it's better performance and more efficiency than ever before not to mention the newest technology on the market and more than a hundred safety features and it's And this thing is powerful. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds. Another classic is the 2019 Jeep Wrangler, the iconic go-everywhere vehicle that looks great on the lake with all the new technology technology design upgrades and some amazing safety features like rear park assist, blind spot monitoring, and rear cross-path detection. There are new there are new two and four-door wranglers arriving almost daily. So if you want to save thousands of dollars on hundreds of vehicles head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and i and 183 in Austin or visit online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Okay, that's a new sponsor for us, so we're gonna work through getting, getting all that in there. But they and, and got it's all awesome. the ra- Niall
0: Maxwell, an iconic uh, brand here in Central Texas, and we just want to thank them for coming on board with the Outdoor Zone. That's awesome, huge fishing stuff, man. In the, in the It just doesn't stop. It is it is uh, big deal. Man, there's a new league. I mean, this is like if you're an angler, if you're a tournament angler, or you follow t- tournament fishing at all, you know, a big uh, group of people just follow it. Major League Fishing has come on board uh, with uh, the great <coughs> TV coverage. Nobody really knew how much anybody was getting paid, or how the anglers were picked, or any of that information. Uh, but they had a great TV presence and a lot of people, non fishing folks, would watch major league fishing at some point or another. So they uh, have been growing and came out with a new league. We, you know, they announced it a couple weeks ago that they were coming out. They're going to uh, pull 80 of the top anglers in the world from the Bassmaster Elites series and the FLW uh, tour, and they were going to. They were going to draw them in and say, "Here's 80 of the best anglers in the world, and here's a new league. We're starting a new league, and that's a huge uh, shakeup as in as far as the bass fishing world goes." Did all all
1: the guys go over?
0: I mean, well, we don't know. uh, We don't know who's made the transition yet. So, Major League Fishing scheduled meetings to fly around with. Uh, fly around, and meet with these 80 80 anglers. And I believe they had till you know, this week at some point to make a decision which direction they were going to go. Because there's not time, none of these tours are scheduling where you can fish multiple tours. So you have to make up your mind of what you're going to fish. You're either going to fish the FLW Tour, you're going to fish Bassmasters, or you're going to fish Major League Fishing, if you got an invite because it's invite only now they give you three years on your contract if you sign with major league fishing so you're guaranteed at least three years there um and their payouts are great they haven't announced exactly what they announced some more details they sent out another release this week with more details um one of the comments was they're not gonna anglers will not be required to travel or fish on major holidays such as mother's day memorial day a welcome change to the schedules anglers have been accustomed to fishing in other leagues. Oh man, they're they're getting yeah. some really tender spots yeah. there. I mean, that's Right. that's
1: some smart thinking
0: right there. Yeah. So they're going to pay out $700,000 per event. Uh kind of broke down their payout schedule for their pro bass tour. So everybody tour. gets a check. Bass Pro Tour. Um no. No. The top 40 out of 80 get a check. Okay, well, Uh, you got to catch fish. Yeah, yeah. Now, you move in and you make the championship, and yes, everybody gets paid in the championship. Uh, The cups, you move to the cups, which are like the top 30, or I I don't know how these are all going to work. They got like three different kind of tournament styles. They've got a main tournament trail, and then you make the cups and then you make the championship or something i i don't know how it works it's a very kind of confusing it's different you have to pay so that was one of the things they said in this release that was not clear they said uh, well they said that the anglers will choose if they're going to pay an entry fee or not what does that mean i guess the expanded MLF program is going to welcome 80 premier Premier anglers um, that are all going to be, uh, oh, here it is, here it is. These anglers will, for the first time in their careers, have a seat at the table in all league decisions, including payouts, entry fees, event format, schedule, and locations. That's an interesting piece of that puzzle. Man, I but
1: I can sure see that whole thing when you get that many opinionated people <laughs> in one trying to, trying to make a decision. Right, that can be a difficult. Yeah, you know, maybe they say, "Okay, here's here's twelve. Y'all pick which six, Right, and, and they, we'll go with that. And
0: they may have it. They may set it up like that, where you have a board of directors, or well, they they've got to have they somebody have running something. that. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and how major league fishing does. Uh, by three years, they're supposed to have a new series uh, where you can try to qualify to fish major league fishing, you know, a qualification series, kind of like the Bassmaster Opens or the FLW Costas, where you're trying to earn your spot into the big leagues. So they'll be dropping after after three years, they're going to drop the, the lowest t- uh, 10 competitors and bring in 10 of the new guys so we'll see how that works if it works uh, if it happens so and and it'll be interesting to see how that works uh so bassmaster comes out this week and releases their new uh their new bit of information of how they're going to run the bassmaster elite series next year It's changing now. It's dropping down to just the top 80 from the top 105. Uh, It'll be just the top 80 anglers. Their payouts over the course of the year, they're going to pay out several million dollars more over the course of the year. Uh, Every angler in every event will get a paycheck. That's never been done in in bass fishing history. Every angler at every event will get a paycheck, uh, will get a check. And if you're an existing Bassmaster Elite Series member that gets the invite to come back next year, meaning, you know, you finished high enough in the points this year and you choose not to go to Major League Fishing, uh, they're giving a 20000 or $25,000 incentive bonus for signing up. And you do the math over the course of the year what their entry fees are, plus the incentive. If they get last place in every single event next year and take advantage of that incentive, they'll make $500. So they're going to make money for the first time in history. A bassmaster angler does not have to catch a bass in the Elite Series all year long and still... Make five hundred bucks. The thing about that is, though, that's the elite guys,
1: and I love that. But I, you know, I'm a big fan of the opens and the guy trying to earn his way into, uh, you know, because there's the well, elite that's part guys.
0: Part of the deal. I mean, it's just like it. I mean, the opens and stuff like that is is a uh, minor league sport you know i it's, know but it's the but minor league you need try. to help those guys too i i don't it's never worked that way though you know you look at baseball those guys make what twenty two thousand dollars a year to try. i know
1: i don't think i'm not saying they got to be paying them like they got to pay the elite guys but right man if they could just take a little bit of the edge off you know it is it is an expensive yeah hard
0: you got to pay your dues. you got to fight but I am so enthused that we're moving in that direction, that we're moving in the right At direction. At least, yeah. For At the least first that. time, a guy can pull out his credit card, pay his entry fees, and pay his credit card off by the end of the season. And wouldn't it be nice? In theory, of course. That's theory. no travel expenses or anything like right. that, which is a huge burden. But when you've got that on top of $45,000 in entry fees... I mean, it's that's really, really, really hard to do. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. FLW came out with their statement, uh, letter to the anglers this week. They said, "Yeah, we're not making any changes. We got no need to." So <laughs> we'll see how it all plays well, out. Well,
1: and they, but they, guy's been making money fishing that tournament for a
0: for a while. They, yeah, that's the place you go to make some money.
1: That's where you go to make some money. McBride's uh,
0: brides guns. McBride's Gun, Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith right there on site. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there on the corner of 30th and (coughs) Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532. You know, if you've got a problem with uh, that shotgun over dove season it's not loading correctly it's not they've got an experienced gunsmith right there on site go see our friends at mcbride's guns mcbride's guns our hometown gun shop. all right we'll be right
1: back after this it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse
0: number one outdoor show
1: on radio coming to you from the studios at 1049 the horn or 247365 365 at the outdoorzone.com Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone.
0: If you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology, the newest gadgets on the market. But one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology technology keeping us safe behind the wheel. Not only does the 2018 Honda Accord allow you to stay connected on the go with hands-free calling, a heads-up display, an Apple CarPlay, but Honda Sensing has some incredible safety features that give you that peace of mind. That's a big deal now that I'm a... Uh, Parent, that whole safety thing turns into a whole nother deal. Solve your Honda event. any one of the Central Texas uh, Honda dealers online at Central Texas Honda See Dealer for details. Car and Driver January 2018 2018 Kelly Blue Book Brand Image Awards are based <laughs> on the Brand Watch Study from Kelly Blue Book. Again, see Dealer for details. Central Texas Honda Dealers all right uh welcome back it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse
1: i'm tj graney that's cody ryan beefsteak is not in the house he's at the beach and salt dog is here making sure the gates get open and cows get moved from one pasture to the next and feeders are full
0: now it's time for this week's news of the weird Weird. wild weird strange and crazy things can happen in the outdoors We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird.
1: Texas grandma kills 12-foot gator. Says she's finally avenged her miniature horse. What? A Texas great-grandmother thinks she's finally gotten revenge on the massive alligator that ate her miniature horse a few years ago. It took just one shot for Judy Cochran to dispatch the 12-foot, 580-pound gator at her ranch Sunday in Goodrich. The Houston Chronicle reported Goodrich is about an hour northeast of Houston. We think this gator, this is the gator that ate one of our miniature horses several years ago, said Cochran, who just happened to be the newly elected mayor of nearby Livingston. As Uh big as this gator was... He could have easily eaten it. The pond where she killed the beast is the same one where her grandson, then five, fell to gator nine years ago. Polk County is one of only 12 in Texas with an alligator hunting season, she said, and its limits gave her barely a 20-day window to take care of business between September 10 and September 30. Permits and tags had to be procured, and hunters are mandated to first catch the animal on a hook. Hmm. As a public official, she wanted to let people know she followed the rules. We don't just go to the ranch and hunt a gator, she said. On Sunday, according to KDFW-TV, her son-in-law lured the alligator with a seasoned raccoon set over the pond and called to let Cochran know the elusive beast had finally been bagged. Being in a meeting at the time, she had to wait a bit before she could grab her Winchester 22 Magnum. But Cochran, who, who her grandkids called Nana, is already anticipating the alligator meat and boots that will her quarry will yield don't mess with nana she said man that you and her grandson shot one that was even bigger like last year or the year before there was pictures of it so
0: it just has to be within season in certain counties i guess
1: yeah in in season just that 20-day period in september no special and, tag well you got to get a tag i think you got to get a license for it or (laughs) something like that and but uh i've been down there and so they use uh a heavy duty cord right and a hook right and a chicken or a coon or something and and like when i was down there they had like these cane poles yeah and they would stretch out over the the water the channel and like chicken they'd take a quarter of a chicken or whatever and it'd just be barely above the water and but what they said was the farther if you keep it up off the water a little bit more the bigger ones come up come up and get it so if you're just right on the water the little ones will get it but i guess
0: that makes sense you hang it up a little bit and so the alligator has to kind of jump up to get it yeah and and that's how they get hooked yes rather than yeah, yeah okay
1: and so they swallow that thing and then you're pulling them in with this rope thing, and they're going, you know, flipping around and splashing, and just like the TV show, just like the TV show, Maybe it's not as dramatic. And then you get them up on shore, and like hers was didn't get them all the way up on shore. She got them real close in, and then she pegged them with the twenty two rifle. But a lot of times, you'll just get them right up on shore and pop them in the head. But it, it, I thought it was interesting that it, a twenty two mag, yeah, is what all these guys use to kill their alligators a 22 mag it's
0: all about shot placement
1: it is shot placement it's all about shot placement kind of like that whole thing with where we were talking about barrel cats and how you you know insert a small lead tablet oh it's gosh. all in
0: <laughs>
1: shot placement oh my goodness zebra mussels found in austin water intake pipes
0: oh yeah there you go They're they were
1: thinking about doing a chemical treatment for it
0: Oh, you should, you should, yeah. Let's let's just uh, that is huge chlorinized. Uh, let's just cl- let's just dump a bunch of chlorine in this deal. The let's city is working on a pool. plan
1: to use chemical treatments to fend off the muscles. Austin Water hopes to have recommendations for that plan from the consultant within a month. Yeah, they paid a consultant like three hundred grand to tell them to dump chemicals. In the lake now, yeah, where, are, where are the environmentalists at the city of Austin
0: <laughs> when they're talking about? It's not the same city of Austin
1: chemicals.
0: Yeah, it's not the same city of Austin we grew up in. This is uh, this is a different time, a different world. Uh, I wouldn't da- I wouldn't be surprised if they hired a pool company to uh, go ahead and just turn this thing into a chlorinated uh, swimming hole. You know, all the Highland Lakes chains.
1: Well, they're they're thinking about. Uh, a contract and here's something you may want to get into a new uh part to your business consulting Uh, no no for the city they're gonna (laughs) pay a diver to inspect all the infrastructure of the dams and inlets and all that stuff two hundred and twelve thousand dollars a year yeah that's
0: not to clean it Right. That's just to inspect it. Yeah, to swim back up to the top and be like, yeah, there's uh, some zebra mussels down there. Okay, Frank, take my tank off. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that accent. <laughs> well, but,
1: I mean, it doesn't even...
0: Anyway. Uh, don't get me going. I know. It's just one of those things where... Zebra mussels are covering <clears throat> up lakes in North America. Yes, I know. It's an issue in some aspects. But the best smallmouth fisheries in North America are covered in zebra mussels. Well, that didn't make it good. That's yeah, part mean, of it. <laughs> it's good for That's you, part you of because it. you're kind of weird that way but just like hydrilla the best bass fisheries in the state of texas well now have hydrilla in the lakes now we've gotten rid of hydrilla now we have zebra mussels we're gonna get rid of them our fishing in central and texas. then you're gonna
1: have what lionfish or whatever get down here what are those fish that
0: oh man it's just been a total disaster you see it on kentucky lake you see it and in, then you and then you got carp yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could just get these carp that come in there, and you got this whole—you're trying to combat an invasive species with an invasive species. You know— It, it doesn't
1: work. It's kind of like bringing kudzu in. I don't know what that— you, Kudzu's the vines they brought in— Oh, right. <clears throat> —that now cover the highways, and they grow up in the trees. Southeastern
0: the, United States.
1: Yeah, and they kill all the trees on the highway, and it just totally—and and so they're probably looking for, like, a beetle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then they, they let the, the beetle
1: in. in and it eats the bark on the pine trees and kills all the pine trees.
0: Well, you were telling me about that kutsu <coughs> uh I guess I didn't realize what a intrusive deal that was, but the history of the kutsu vine that really as we drove to, you know, a couple of weeks ago to Alabama, Alabama it was everywhere, right? It was just killing yeah. trees and grass and yeah. Crazy. Sun Auto Service,
1: family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company. Each and every person, Sun Automotive that works at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. We go to our uh, the family our family location at 405 West Slaughter Layton. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, one at 1403 Rivery e. Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway 1206 Ranch Road. Road, 620 Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back on the flip side, we have uh Game, Game Warden field notes, which is uh one you're not gonna want to miss. All that and more, only one place live in the bunkhouse. Elk Talk on the flip side as well. Oh, Elk Top at, at the top of
0: the hour. Look at that cool weather <laughs> oh. came in, baby. Ooh. Oh man, there's bear
1: and elk and all kinds of stuff
0: in this conversation. Hey, get it only one place right here every Sunday morning. Stick around. It's the outdoor zone, live in the bunkhouse. long struggle
1: stood up and I keep hearing that money is root of all evil, and you can't fit a camel through the eye of a
0: needle. I'm sure that's probably true. But it still sounds pretty cool, cause it could buy me
1: Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in a bunkhouse. Archery Country. Hunters and non hunters alike are enjoying the sport of archery, and there's only one true archery shop in Austin. That's Archery Country. The very best brands, Matthews, Elite, and Hoyt, true full-time professional techs can help you with every step of the adventure, no matter your skill level. All the gear, targets, arrows, accessories are on-site and available for professional installation. Austin's only... Full size range, private and group lessons and classes. And how about a crossbow? They have crossbows, they have all the parts and pieces. Everything you need, archery is at Archery Country. Go see our buddies over there. Um, 8121 Research Boulevard. 8121 Research Boulevard. You can go to AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com for details. Austin
0: Archery Country. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes.
1: Sneaky snake on August 18th. This is, I had never heard this. Okay. <laughs> so on August 18th, Presidio County game wardens used a rubber gray banded king snake decoy to sack a couple of subjects, violating reptile and amphibian hunting regulations. Now I knew you had to have a permit. For certain snakes. and For, yeah, if yeah. you're going to go out and catch snakes and lizards and stuff. Yeah. Um, Uh, uh, Reptile and amphibian hunting regulations. After dark, the wardens deployed the fake snake along a stretch of River Road in the southeastern part of the county, popular among reptile collectors. Several vehicles had driven by the decoy without reaction before one took the bait just before 11 p.m. The driver drove by the snake, hit the brakes, then reversed quickly while the passenger shined a flashlight out the window. The wardens watched from bushes nearby as the driver jumped from the vehicle with a flashlight while the passenger attempted to capture the snake. The passenger realized the snake was fake and let his partner know, but was told to pick it up anyway. As the passenger picked up the decoy, the wardens came out of the brush and announced themselves. The snake hunters had a hunting license with a reptile and amphibian endorsement, but were told they had violated several laws, including hunting with artificial light from the motor vehicle, hunting from the public roadway, no reflective safety vest, and stopping on a public roadway. Appropriate charges were filed and are pending. that's almost, a weird one. I almost don't like that because, I mean, the guys were, they had all their tags and everything. And I don't know.
0: Well, if you're going you to push reg- it like that, are you really going to give them a ticket for not having a, a reflective vest? And- are, are you going to, I mean, but you can say that with anything. I mean, it's somebody keeps a 13 and three quarter inch bass. It's not 14 inches you know you're gonna give them a ticket no, for being close to 14 inches and eh, come on are you gonna have a conversation with them you know they shoot a buck that's you know uh not exactly but spy. this isn't who these guys
1: were going after they weren't going after guys that were were tagged really are they really going after the guys that bought the license or were they going after those you know redneck dudes that are
0: selling these things on craigslist but it's probably not much to get a license, so why would no, you just get not. a license? Well. So, I I don't know. I mean, if you're going to set a law and you're going to set regulations, well, then they got to follow the law and they got to follow the regulations.
1: I agree they have to do that. I'm just saying it's a little bit of a put. It really doesn't seem to me like these are the guys that they're going after. I mean, really, are they going after the guys that have the license? Or are, that,
0: is that what they're doing, though? They're driving these public roadways and doing it incorrectly
1: maybe they were just going home from,
0: from the bar. <coughs> their men's
1: bible study
0: <laughs> and illegally picking up reptiles well i mean I, if you're gonna set a regulation you got to set the regulation and stick to it i know i mean i, I just I, didn't i just didn't like the that just didn't taste right I'd, i didn't uh realize i guess that that was such a big deal i guess in some parts you know that it was such a a draw to not only guys in the you know guys and gals i guess doing it but they they had an issue with it enough where game wardens would sit set up a rubber s- fake a fake snake and sit there and well wait it's for east
1: it. texas isn't it
0: yeah come I on so. <laughs> southeast
1: 365 days a year they're mm-hmm. deer hunting over there in <laughs> east texas Uh, boating is big for u.s economy in a data-driven world knowing your numbers is a critical part of achieving success and in the halls of power in washington dc and 50 state capitals credible data carries extra weight when it comes to advancing policies and laws that benefit recreational boaters that's why the boater boat owners association of the united states is calling attention to today's release of economic data by the Department of Commerce's Bureau of Economic Analysis that shows the significance of the outdoor industry and boating in particular to the U.S. economy. Okay, I know that was a whole bunch of words, but no, this is really good. Outdoor recreation accounted for $412 billion of the U.S. gross domestic product, representing 2.2% of the overall gdp we have if you're a numbers person that is a big deal this translate to four translates to 4.5 million dollars when with jobs Four. i mean 4.5 million jobs with compensation of 214 billion in the same year that's that's that's,
0: it's a big deal
1: Outdoor recreation contributes to the contribution to GDP is greater than farming, mining, or public utilities, and, and is comparable to broadcasting and telecommunications. Well, I don't know about you guys, but the whole broadcasting thing, I think, is bunk because <laughs> there's no money in broadcasting. Must be telecommunications. Recreational boating and fishing accounted for $36.93 billion of the total, the single largest category of activities identified in the report.
0: We have a voice. We have to be unified in our voice to make anything happen. And it's where we have a breakdown. I believe my opinion is we have a breakdown in the outdoor industry and the outdoor recreation industry that we're so segregated in our opinions. And I've said it time and time again, the fly fishermen don't like the guys that fish with life bait or the guys that fish tournament fish or the guys you know and well, uh, in, in hunting it's the same way high fence versus low fence bow hunting versus gun well, hunting. you can argue
1: you can argue all those points you can say well you know high fence guy uh, who you know who gets to right. hunt there but, but his
0: rich buddies or whatever but There's, we're segregated in our voice which is what makes the opposition I so think, much stronger i think
1: one of the a lot the of things that that uh that comes to mind for me is
0: when we were
1: in alabama and we were on that lake and we were getting swamped by those uh boats recreational boaters recreational boaters paying zero attention to where you were and where you were fishing and that <laughs> yeah. stuff i mean it was not cool at times it and was they dangerous. were and it was and it was not cool and they just smile and wave and like they had no clue well that, some of them did some of them just didn't even look at you but anyway there is and uh and we've gotta we gotta mend that we gotta figure out that because we will lose our voice and we gotta figure out
0: the next generation right coming in. Amen. Hey, it's the outdoor zone live at the bunkhouse. You get it live every Sunday from seven to nine right here on the outdoor zone. Coming up next, Elk Talk. We're gonna talk elk hunting. I got a buddy that just came off the mountain, got home last night at midnight. You get it only one place right here, live every Sunday. It's the outdoor zone on 1049 the Horn and 24-7, 365 at the outdoor zone dot com